This is Jacob Emerson with the Becker's Payer Issues podcast. We at Becker's are excited to welcome more than 2,500 healthcare executives to Chicago next April for our annual meeting. Over that four-day event, you'll hear from more than 450 elite hospital and health system executives who will share the big ideas and the best strategies driving healthcare forward. You can visit conferences.beckershealthcare.com to register or email the agenda team at beckershealthcare.com. This event is closed to non-providers unless coming through a sponsorship or exhibit. We encourage you to reach out soon to sponsor this event as we will be sold out by the end of this month. Now let's get to your health insurance industry news update. Blue Shield of California is laying off 165 employees by the end of January. That's according to a notice the company filed with California's Economic Development Department December 29th. Those affected employees are based at several different offices across the state, including the payers' headquarters in Oakland, El Dorado Hills, and in Rancho Cordova. In a statement shared with Beckers, a Blue Shield spokesperson said the company is reducing its staff by about 2% of its total workforce. The company said as a nonprofit health plan, it is driven by its mission to provide access to high-quality care that's affordable to all, and that includes reducing administrative costs and operating efficiently along with ensuring they have the right talent, skills, and capabilities in place. The company also laid off 373 employees in January of last year. Well, Centene will pay South Carolina nearly $26 million to settle allegations that the company overcharged the state's Medicaid program for pharmacy services. That settlement also resolves allegations that Centene misrepresented the true cost of services, failed to disclose discounts to South Carolina, and failed to improperly report to the state about its pharmacy benefit services. The agreement also requires a commitment from Centene to comply with state laws and to use business practices providing full transparency related to the adjudication and payment of all pharmacy benefit claims. With this latest settlement, Centene has paid at least 15 states to settle allegations it overcharged their Medicaid programs for prescription drugs by failing to pass discounted rates on to those states. Two other states, Indiana and California, settled with Centene last year. The company paid those states $66 million and $215 million, respectively. The California settlement was the largest agreement Centene has made to date. Well, United's health group Optum is seeking to acquire physician-owned Corvallis, Oregon Clinic. Corvallis Clinic operates 11 clinic locations in the state and also owns and operates its own ASC. The Oregon Health Authority is reviewing the proposed transaction. The clinic chain offers primary behavioral health, physical therapy, telemedicine, occupational medicine, audiology, optometry, radiology, and lab services. It is the largest multi-specialty group in Oregon's mid-Willamette Valley. According to the application submitted by Optum and the clinic, Corvallis's current financial forecast projected material losses over the next 12 months, despite the physician owner's 15% reduction in compensation, which was put in place more than a year ago. Optum Oregon currently provides administrative and management services for Eugene-based Oregon Medical Group, Portland-based Greenfield Health, and Eugene-based OHR Physician Group. The Oregon Health Authority said it will use healthcare data, news and media reports, information from the companies, and input from the public to decide whether the deal should be approved. Well, United Health is also selling its health insurance and hospital operations in Brazil to a private investor for an undisclosed amount. That's according to regulatory documents filed by the company in December. That deal is expected to close in the first half of this year. United says it expects to record a $7 billion charge as a result of that deal, 
which will be excluded from its adjusted earnings. The majority of the charge is non-cash and due to the cumulative impact of foreign currency transaction losses. In addition, the company's 2024 net earnings outlook will be impacted by the expected charge, but it reaffirmed its 2024 adjusted earnings outlook. United Health purchased that unit in 2012 for $4.9 billion, according to Bloomberg. It's been trying to offload its Brazilian assets since 2022 due to growing losses in the individual health plans segment. Bright Health has closed the sale of its last insurance business to Molina Healthcare on closing January 1st. Molina paid $425 million for Bright's Medicare Advantage business in California, down from the originally announced purchase of $510 million. That deal significantly expands Molina's Medicare membership. The company had 173,000 Medicare members at the end of the third quarter of last year. Bright Health has around 109,000 MA members in California. Well, McKinsey & Company has agreed to pay $78 million to health plans. To settle allegations, the the company helped Purdue Pharma create misleading advertising campaigns for opioids. The proposed settlement was filed in a federal district court in California December 29th. It must be approved by a judge. The lawsuit was brought by a group of health insurers and company health plans. McKinsey has settled a series of lawsuits from states, local governments, and Native American tribes. In 2021, the firm paid $573 million to 47 states to settle allegations it advised Purdue to ramp up sales of OxyContin. In a previous statement, McKinsey said it continues to believe its previous work was lawful and the company has stopped advising clients on any opioid-related business since 2019. Well, a new CMS rule aiming to streamline Medicare Advantage and Part D prior authorizations took effect January 1st. CMS issued that final rule back in April. It requires that coordinated care plan prior authorization policies may only be used to confirm the presence of diagnoses or other medical criteria and or ensure that it's an item or service is medically necessary. It also requires coordinated care plans to provide a minimum 90-day transition period when a beneficiary undergoing treatment switches to a new MA plan. During that period, the new plan cannot require prior authorization for the active course of treatment. There's also new requirements for payers under CMS's transparency and coverage rule that took effect in January. Since July of 2022, payers have been required to disclose in-network provider rates for covered items and services, out-of-network allowed amounts and bill charges for all covered items and services, and negotiated rates and historical net prices for covered prescription drugs administered by providers. Starting last year, payers were required to provide an internet-based price campaign comparison tool that allows members to receive an estimate of their cost-sharing responsibility for a specific item or service from a specific provider or providers for 500 items and services. Starting January 1st of this year, price comparison tools must include all services, including prescription drugs. If you'd like the latest health insurance industry news delivered straight to your inbox every morning, subscribe to the Becker's Payer Issues e-newsletter on our website at beckerspayer.com.